This is Almost 107, a Fanshawe College journalism student podcast. Everyone has seen what professional athletes have and how exciting their life may look. They are playing the sport that they love to do at a professional level and getting paid very good money to do so. But what does that entail for a wife or a girlfriend of these professional athletes? I sat down with Jackie Jenneren, whose husband plays professional hockey in Norway. In this episode of Almost 107, the podcast, we talk about her experiences so far in Norway and adapting to life across the ocean. This is sort of really random one that's just coming to my head, but they don't have chicken tenders here, like at the grocery store. And I don't eat them often. It's not like I'm not a chicken tender person. Jackie has experienced being a hockey wife for the last few years. Her husband, Miles, played four years of college hockey at the University of Connecticut and was drafted to the Ottawa Senators. Over the last few years, Miles has played professional in North America. He's been all over playing in St. John's, Newfoundland to Salt Lake City, Utah. Over the past few years, Miles has been doing what he loves, playing hockey, and Jackie has been doing what she loved, and that was teaching. This summer, Miles signed to a professional team in Norway, and with that, Jackie and Miles' newest adventure began. I'll be your host, Thomas Ezert Bender, and let's hop right into this interview. This past summer, I saw you and Miles got married and then moved to Norway shortly after. How would you describe the last few months for you guys from getting married and then moving across the ocean away from your life back home and starting a new life in Norway? Yeah, that three weeks, maybe month, honestly, it was probably more than that, was the craziest time because planning a wedding obviously takes a lot of time. Um, And in the midst of that, we were planning our move overseas. So we were dealing with like visas and figuring out how to get our dog over here. So getting him his paperwork, selling our house, dealing with like open houses, but also packing the whole house. And then our honeymoon, it all kind of happened literally within this three week span. So that was crazy, but it was all good craziness. Like the wedding was so exciting. Getting to move here was so exciting. Selling the house in the market that we were in was exciting. Um, Yeah, it was, it was a lot, but we had talked about coming overseas for a while. So we were prepared to move kind of at any point. I didn't know that we'd be going this season, but it all worked out. And kind of when the chance of going to Europe kind of came up and it ended up being Norway, was it an easy decision for you to kind of move and kind of stop teaching and come to Norway? Yes and no. So I've always traveled and loved going to new places. I studied abroad in high school in France. I did an exchange program. So I've always loved going to new places. That wasn't the challenge, but I definitely was sad to leave teaching especially my group of kids. I had been with them since they were in third grade through sixth grade. So they were like my babies. And I had the chance to go teach them in seventh grade, which is hard to turn down. But you never really get an opportunity to just move to a new country. All expenses paid for. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) it was was kind of a no-brainer that we were going to accept the offer. Um, And I think I'm more of a traveler than miles he was definitely a little nervous and he's the one who has to deal with his team and coaches being in another language so that's like a whole other barrier for him but we were definitely ready and excited to come over here and then first how do you pronounce the town that you guys live in 
I'll try my best. I think it's Hamar. Hamar. Um, but at first we were saying it so wrong. We thought it was Hamar. Then like I guess the American version would be Hamar. And then what was your kind of first reaction of the town getting off the plane? And what were your first thoughts of seeing your new home for the next while? So I'm such a planner and like I need to know everything. So when we found our address in the town that we were going to be in, Miles and I were on Google, like trying to find what does the city look like? Are there restaurants? And honestly, when you Google the town, there's like nothing that comes up. I thought we were moving to, I don't know if you've seen the show Shit's Creek. I thought, I felt like that's where we were moving because nothing was showing up on Google. Um, so I had pretty low expectations, but when we finally got here, there's like a beautiful downtown. It's right on the lake. There's tons of restaurants. It's that like old European architecture. It's very cool. We love it here. Lots of professional players and kind of wives have talked when they go over to Europe, they kind of get spoiled a little bit and get such good taken care of. How has your and Miles kind of first experience being in Europe now been so far with the team and the organization? It's been amazing. I think his team in particular is like very good about taking care of their players. So as an import player, some things that he gets written into his contract are housing. So we didn't have to look for housing, which would have been, I think, a nightmare. So they find our housing, pay for the housing. They cover utilities. Um, they furnish it for us. So we have all our like plates and pots and pans and you know, furniture. <laughs> um, so that's been really cool. And compared to the other leagues in the US, that's most similar to the ECHL, which is like two below the NHL, which is where um, he was playing before. But the contract itself is much better here. Plus you have those added benefits and a car and airfare. They really take care of us. It's It's been great. And plus with TikTok, especially, I feel like that's opened many opportunities through the team itself, like doing some interviews with them and stuff and going to games is kind of special because there's like lots of people who recognize us from TikTok and then it creates more fans, I think, for Miles. People are like, oh, we love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> we see his wife on TikTok. Um, so yeah, the, the team's treated us really, really well. It's been great. Personally, how have you found it kind of adapting to living in the new country and moving away from home? And So moving from home is not too big of a challenge for us. We didn't really live that near our family anyways, or we couldn't see them that often. We do miss them, especially around the holidays coming up now. But that part of it was not so much a challenge. And I think Norway in general is pretty comparable to the US in terms of like pace of life. I know some other European countries are very slow, slow, and they don't stick to time frames. And it's kind of like la di da. But here the pace is very comparable to like fast paced US living. There were definitely some culture shocks, small ones. But um, for example, our first weekend here, we sort of save everything to do on Sundays, like grocery shopping, going to the store, returning things, you know, like getting your errands done before the week starts. And we had a whole list of things to do. And we got to the store and it was closed. And we were like, oh, that's weird. Like, maybe it's just this store. So we went to a different store. It was closed. 
And then we realized that most stores are closed on Sundays in Norway. So that was like a little adjustment, but nothing crazy. Miles has played on a bunch, kind of a couple of teams in the last years. And how has it been meeting the wives and kind of girlfriends of players this year and getting involved with the community that how is their English for some of the wives as well? And how's that experience been? So everyone here pretty much speaks fluent English. Um, They start learning it in kindergarten. So that hasn't been an issue. The difference here compared to teams in North America are that on the teams there, all the players are coming from so many different cities and states that you kind of only have the wives and girlfriends to be friends with because you're all in the same boat. You're all coming from different places. But here, a lot of the girls are from this town or like, They all grew up here. So they have their own friends. They have their own things outside of the team, I guess. So there's not that much of a wives and girlfriend community as there is in North America, but it's fine. Like I sit with them at games and we'll talk occasionally, but it's a little bit different from our experience in North America. You kind of started doing your little daily vlogs on TikTok and that's kind of how I saw you and for sure thought, oh, this is cool to see kind of the little behind the scenes. And how did that kind of start? Did you realize that one, it was going to get this big or? So when I first posted like the very first video, honestly, I put my phone down and we went out to dinner and like explored the town and I got back and I had uh, maybe like 10,000 new followers in the span of a couple hours. I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. And people were asking like, you have to keep posting these like make this a daily thing at the time I was like yeah sure like I probably won't keep up with it for too long but you know whatever I'll I'll try it out so then I I just kind of kept posting them and they're they didn't really take away from my regular day like it's truly what I'm doing every single day and I'll just put my phone up take a few videos and like be done with it I don't know if it seems like I'm just walking around all day with my phone but like it takes a couple seconds to take a clip and then put my phone away. So yeah, I've, I've tried to keep it up. I've been sharing a little bit about some differences I've noticed about living here. People like to see those. Puck has become, seems like a fan favorite on TikTok for sure. Um, well, what's kind of the backstory with Puck and how long has he been part of your guys' little family? So we got him, we got him right before we got engaged in August of like 2020 I always had black labs growing up and he's a black lab so I was like hell-bent on getting a black lab and Miles was kind of indifferent he had little dogs growing up but never was really like a dog person but anyways I forced him to go look at some black labs and he fell in love of course because they're so so cute um and we picked Puck he was the only black lab in his litter they were all chocolate labs otherwise Anyways, we had him during quarantine time, so we got to spend a lot of time with him. He made the road trip out to Utah with us. He obviously lived in Utah with us, and now he's here, and I think he really likes it here. He has the chance to be off-leash a lot more. Um, There's the lake, so he goes swimming often. Sometimes when he's not supposed to, he chases some geese into the lake, (laughs) Uh, but I think he really loves it here. Kind of a couple of questions, maybe more about kind of what your experience has been in Norway so far. First, kind of what is your favorite Norwegian food that you've had so far? I don't know if this counts and they would probably get mad at me for saying this, but they have these candy stations 
that I'm not used to in the U.S. I don't know if Canada has them. I don't remember seeing them in Canada, but every grocery store has like giant walls of candy bins and you scoop them and put them in a bag and they just get weighed every type of gummy and chocolate and candy that you can imagine. That's probably my favorite thing. An actual food. I really like Vic Lunch. They're also going to get mad if they hear this, but Vic Lunch are like essentially a Kit Kat, but better. And what is your kind of favorite spot you've been to in Norway or just in Europe in general? So my favorite spot that we've been so far, honestly, I love our city. Like I love where we are. There's just so many different parts that you can explore. Like there's nature, there's the downtown, there's the lake area, there's wooded areas, there's sort of everything. One place that I would like to go in Norway is Bergen. It's on the West Coast and it's it just looks beautiful. It has like these colorful little buildings. It's on the water. It's more of a summer spot though. And I don't know if we'll be here during summer. So I'll maybe have to go another time. But that's one place in Norway I'd like to visit. And then what is maybe one thing that you really like in Norway that you maybe don't have back home? And then what is one thing you miss that they don't have in Norway that you miss about home? Oh, that's a good question. Honestly, there's a lot, pretty much everything that I would like to have is here. This is sort of really random one that's just coming to my head, but they don't have chicken tenders here, like at the grocery store. And I don't eat them often. It's not like I'm not a chicken tender person, but we went to make a wrap the other day and I just assumed we'd be able to find like frozen chicken tenders and they don't have them. Um, <laughs> that's kind of like a random one. And our city doesn't have stop signs. A lot of towns in Norway do have stop signs, but we really haven't seen any yet. And it sort of makes it stressful to drive because if you're driving, if you're driving anywhere, you have to stop and yield for people coming from your right. But sometimes they stop and like make sure that no one's coming before they go, but sometimes they just go. So that's something that's a little stressful. I miss having stop signs. Something that I like here that we don't have at home, the candy stations the nature and it's very safe here I just feel safe everywhere like there's a really good sense of community and it might be because our town is smaller but I feel like it's everywhere in Norway everyone sort of knows everyone and takes care of their community and the city and takes care of each other that's something that's not the same at home kind of what advice would you give to I mean this is your first time going through maybe another people who are in your situation who are looking to come to Europe and what advice would you kind of give to them another husband or wife about maybe planning to come to Europe to play I would definitely recommend it um but you kind of have to know yourself and know if it's something that you would be able to not handle but I feel like you need a specific type of personality to be open to trying new things and being criticized sometimes for like doing something the wrong way and learning I wouldn't come here if you're somebody who's like not willing to try new things and not willing to change because the culture won't change for you. You kind of have to learn and adapt to the new culture in the new place. Um, so first, just knowing yourself and knowing if you're like open to the change. And then when once you're here, trying to learn as much as you can about the culture, the people, the place, doing things that people here would do and then not doing things here that people wouldn't do 
not expecting people to, I guess, yeah, like change for you or speak English for you. Like I'm trying my best to learn Norwegian. It's really challenging. Um, but I would never just expect people to speak English to me the whole year without making an effort to learn something. Thanks for doing this with me. Um, I appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to continue seeing the TikToks about your life and hopefully everything goes well in the next months to come for you guys. Thank you. And thanks for having me. This was fun. Thanks for tuning in to that episode of Almost 107, the podcast. I was your host, Thomas Caesar Bender. I wish I could